I am your host, Jackie B, and welcome to the K-pop space. I hope you are doing well. I hope you are well hydrated. You are happy. You have maybe eaten. If not, we'll just hang out here and hopefully listening to this podcast will entertain you, inspire you, and just somehow bring joy to your life. Here in the K-pop space, we are here to be promoting K-pop. We're encouraging a safe yet critical discussions about K-pop while enjoying it. And we are also here to create an international K-pop community. And for today's episode, I think how I want to start off with that is we're going to be talking about how I got into K-pop a little bit more specifically and how K-pop helped shape me to the person I am today. And hopefully you guys will be able to relate. And um, if you have any comments, feel free to contact me on Twitter at K-pop Nuna Trash. K-pop Nuna Trash. It will definitely be in the description. So, like I said in my previous introductory episode of the, the podcast... I got into K-pop in late 2007. So I was in 6th grade or um, 7th grade, which you would either be middle school or high school, depending on where you're locating. During this period in my life, I was actually a hardcore anime fan. (laughs) Well, I was specifically really obsessed with Inuyasha. Inuyasha was playing on television at that time and I would watch it every Friday. I was really into it. I feel like in terms of representation, it was really hard to find Asian or Asian related things. And as a Filipino Canadian, I feel like through Asian media and Asian related things, I somehow felt I was seen as a person. Growing up, also, there wasn't that much Asians at school. I don't particularly actually speak my parents' native language, which is kind of a shame. So I really dove into the whole anime culture, J-pop culture, and all of that. And through there, um, I actually ended up on this old forum which was called Gaia Online. Uh, It still exists today and basically compared to things like Facebook Messenger you would have to post on a forum and then (laughs) that's how you'd communicate. People would either reply directly to you or just post stuff and be not directly related to you. Basically it's it's basically Reddit, yeah. Yeah, so I got into this site because it was really cute at the time. You can make anime avatars. And yeah, I want to live my best anime life. And hopefully find some online friends who liked anime as much as I did. 
we're so lucky today that there's so much less stigma towards anime and anime lovers when you see uh celebrities like megan the stallion or michael j uh, michael j b jordan oh my god i'm so bad so sorry but anyways the second guy in wakanda um you also even have um who else likes anime anyways it's definitely way more mainstream nowadays than it was back then it was yeah people make fun of you for it on guy online i was i had this anime avatar i was trying to connect with a lot of people who like inuyasha as much as me um i also found this asian forum where a ma large majority of them actually when i look back were probably um from california or somewhere in the united states i was really excited about that and um, basically we kept in touch by posting on each other's profiles and replying back and forth like that and one of my friends at the time i can't remember specifically who but during that time myspace was really popular and tumblr as well and the social media trends of that time was actually putting like autoplay music on your profiles so like you would go to someone's profile and then i don't know some britney spears song would be playing automatically whether you like it or not but then we eventually all found out that that was quite annoying but anyways that was the thing back then and my friend just updated her song on her profile and she was like yeah check this out this is this korean group uh, you're maybe gonna like them the name is big bang and i'm like oh korean music i never heard of korean music before i only know that boa is the person i followed because she was uh inuyasha ending song and then she was like oh yeah well yeah there's this whole korean uh k-pop music scene you should definitely check it out watch this video they're so hot and i'm me being curious and wanting to make friends i'm like yeah sure i'm gonna get into it you know so then after so i click on this video and then the the music video of lies by big bang comes upon me the music video starts off with some really loud drums and you just see g-dragon running and it's black and white it's really intense and i was like oh my god what am i getting into like you feel like you're watching a movie like off the bat and it's like really intense and then you hear the iconic notes like the on piano playing dun, 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 dun. oh my god yeah had that melody stuck in my head i was so intrigued by the music video i saw everyone was really fashionable at the time um, I don't know how the how the fashion would stand up to, to today's standards, but I thought they were pretty fly back then. <laughs> I was I was I was a little bit questioning for for certain looks, but I thought oh they were cute, you know I like this. But then I was watching the music video, and there's this particular scene in the Lies music video where, okay, so the song is called Lies because G Dragon is basically saying sorry you know he actually loves this girl and he'll do everything to protect this girl kind of ordeal kind of thing and so there's one point in the music video where actually g-dragon comes to save this girl from this guy by saving her he throws this thing on this guy 
which knocks him unconscious. This scene, it kind of, the first time I watched it, I kind of like glazed over it. And I was like, oh, whatever. Like, what's happening? And then I was like mostly focused on like, spoiler, <laughs> Judy going to jail and like singing with the rest of Big Bang, how much he loves this girl. And this girl's just like feels built guilty, but is happy that like, you know, that GD loves her. But at the time also, I was reading the YouTube comments and the YouTube comments were going crazy. I think it was like 300 likes or something. And people were just discussing, what, what did that guy hit him with? Is it a pineapple? Is that a plant? Like, how the hell did he knock this guy unconscious? And then, so, I kept replaying that scene over and over again. And till this day, I honestly still don't know. I'm looking at it and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. But I'm liking this. And then the next day, I went to school. My history class had the song in my head. Kept playing it over and over again. And I was hooked. And then... Yeah, I was really obsessed with that song. I, I was like researching YouTube videos all about Big Bang. And um, at the time, there wasn't any like official Big Bang channels really or YG Entertainment channels. You guys are really lucky today. We'll talk about this maybe in an, another episode. Um, but yeah, like the content on YouTube way different. YouTube was not as advanced as it is today. Those just like random clips of Big Bang being trainees in the practice room, like goofing off, lip singing, dancing. And that's like basically what made me stand them. And then um, at the time I decided Sungri was my favorite member, even though I really loved every other member. Just because I, I was, I have to admit, I was a little bit possessive back then. And I just didn't want to fight with anybody who, if they liked the same group as me. So I said Sungri because he's the youngest, he's near my age, and like, no one will really like, come in conflict with me if, compared to if I said my favorite is T.O.P., Taeyang, or G.D. I mean, I could have said Daesung, but anyways, I just thought me and Sungri were matched, but we all know what happened nowadays and Sungri is not a part of Big Bang right now so yeah that that will also be another episode if you guys wish to hear me speak about that but if I if I do actually speak about that I don't think it would be very long of an episode yes going back to Big Bang so I'm really into Big Bang I'm researching all of them I'm like, okay, I got everyone's name down, I got their stage names and real names down, and I start understanding that GD is also G-Dragon, and also Kwon Jeon was his real name, Taeyang is also YB, and also like, um, uh, Seoul, and Dong Yongbe, and so forth and so forth, and I'm really a part of these fan-specific website called BigBangUpdates.com. I'm a part of all these blogs because there also wasn't that many English-Korean news outlets that really covered a lot of Big Bang, except all K-pop. But all K-pop at the time really hated Big Bang. If you research it, they just hated all of Big Bang and YG in general. But till this day, I don't really know if that's actually content from all K-pop writers or they translated articles that just hated 
Big Bang and all of that. So that's another topic we could talk about in the future. And me being to this Korean music scene, I had a Korean classmate in my math class and I asked him like, oh, do you know this group called Big Bang? Uh, I just discovered them and I like this group called BOA. Do you have any recommendations? From that point, he introduced me to some more like ballad or like other genres of Korean music that wasn't Big Bang sound. So we had like SG Wannabe, FT Island, Epic High, I think Da Vici. And it was very interesting. It was really hard to get into them because I did have to search for English translations or like translation videos of these songs because it was mainly ballads and I couldn't just like bop my head to it. But you could recognize their talent and their vocal and melody and it was it was fun. Being a K-pop fan throughout the rest of my high school after that was kind of hard. It was like my peak fan period and there was again even a worse stigma than being into anime because Korean music and K-pop was so specific. There wasn't really any reason for people to, why do you like this when you can't understand what they are saying? And I kept saying like, oh, I like their looks. I like their performances. I like the English translations. I, I looked this out on my own. And yeah, there was a lot of stigma about it. And it really made me shut off like that really passionate side of myself and I look back on that and it's kind of a shame because the k-pop music and k-pop community it was just like so fun obviously there were some bad parts of it like fan wars but ultimately I really like that sense of community and looking at the arts in such a planned way and how different elements are connected from the sound the fashion the performance production lyricism there's so much that goes into it and it was just undermined people would argue that k-pop is just a replication of pop media and all of that which to some ways I guess could be true since you do know that these big labels buy American songs or European songs and just produce it for Korean music. But it's really the K-pop community that sets it apart uh, from regular pop. The thing what I appreciate the most and I think even now is how fans gather together with a group and it creates something really magical, especially the light stick. If you look in K-pop back then, they mainly use balloons or scarves and they're very color specific to represent various groups and artists. And to be fair, I wasn't a multi K-pop fan back then and I only followed Big Bang, but I do want to say that I think Big Bang really started the trend of the light stick. So Big Bang's first light stick was this uh, kind of crown and prior to having that crown it was like this black and white bandana which I really wanted but I couldn't get at the time as a teen and they had these crown light sticks and it really set them apart from any other group in my opinion because if you saw like those big k-pop venue stuff anyways it's like this really big k-pop festival in the summer and basically all the fandoms would like 
buy certain amount of seats in the outside concert venue and it would gather really all the biggest most popular k-pop artists and groups all into like one whole concert it was basically the k-con of today it didn't really matter if the k-pop artists or group were promoting if the fans wanted them there they were there it was crazy big bang ultimately grew super big after their songs lies and last farewell and got way more international recognition i think with haru haru in japan and in china and if you're talking about in a more global sense in parts of europe um, in the middle east you have south america and the americas I feel like Fantastic Baby or Bang 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 were they definitely made a standard in K-pop that K-pop did not know they would be able to do. I mean, now we have the act BTS which has even pushed way bigger global grounds when it comes to K-pop and it's a more sustained way of K-pop fandom. Uh, when compared to something like Psy, which also broke its own global recognition across the world. And it also like kind of pushed boundaries of algorithms too on YouTube. Yeah, all this to say, <laughs> throughout the years, um, I was really ashamed about K-pop. And it's only really now I find that I'm really living and accepting my best self and accepting that uh, i just love k-pop why does it matter to anyone else that i love this kind of music i love this kind of thing like yes we could have um maybe debates about how they're not your preferences or maybe they did something socially unacceptable and you know as fans we gotta accept that because uh k-pop idols aren't perfect and K-pop idols, well, their whole careers are not only based on themselves. There's like so many other people involved in their work from producers, stylists, labels, um, stockholders, and so forth, so forth, which we could discuss again in another episode. As you see, I have a lot of ideas for upcoming episodes. I just hope that you guys are comfortable and still love K-pop till this day. Let me know on K-pop Nuna's Trash or on the comments. What's your favorite group? What got you into K-pop? When were you most comfortable as being a K-pop fan? Did you go to any events? Yeah, how does K-pop affect your identity and your life today? Hopefully all of this makes sense and I hope that this episode was fun and not too hectic. And I hope you have a pleasant wherever, whenever you are i'm your host jackie b and you are listening to the k-pop space bye bye